and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I am doing great, Jeff. How are you? Well, I'm sure you're doing great because we are talking about one of your, your favorite things here. Tonight, we're going to go over 25 great things to do on a sea day on a Disney cruise. You know, I think the audience is going to start to worry. I have so many favorite things, but I have to say, what is there not to love about vacationing? It can all be favorites. So where would you like to start with, you know, it's a day at sea. I know there's a number of different ships. So from our conversation, it's really kind of any ship, right? You're not talking about a very specific sailing or a very specific destination. It's just a, you know, a a day at sea. So where would you like to begin? A couple of things that are ship specific and I'll try and point them out. But I also think one of the important things for people to know is you can plan a lot for your sea day. You can then have no desire to do it because you just want to sit on your deck chair while you're doing it. But then, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have that sea day that you didn't plan for. The seas might not allow you to get into a port and it becomes an unexpected sea day. And I encourage everyone to take advantage of that extra magic because as you heard in episode 73, when we had our cast chronicles with Mike Rowe, they pull out all the stops to entertain you on days when you were expecting to be somewhere else. So whatever the reason is you have a sea day, enjoy every minute of it. So true. And I'm glad you brought up the show with Mike, too, because I was going to bring that up because it was a big part of our conversation. For those of you that are interested, you can go back and definitely check that out. Why don't we talk about some of the things that are free for adults to do? Isn't that an unusual word when we talk about Disney? <laughs> free. I know. Usually it's where's the gift shop? But in this free. instance, free. 50% of the things on my list are free. Wow. That's great. And the gift shops on the ship are small. So don't get me wrong, I've walked out with some big bags and dropped some big money, but it's not like being in a theme park. The gift shops are not overtaking you, and they're not available when you're in port. So we're going to limit our shopping time and get to the fun stuff to do on a sea day besides shop. Okay, so let's say you are just a group of adults. What's there for you to do in this free reign that you're talking here? So I'm going to say that there's limited things that are adults only because a lot of them can be done by adults only, but they can also be great for families. But some of the top things that I look at for adults only are the ship tours. They have a lot of them. They even have them on days when you're embarking on the ship. There's a walking tour of the ship. There's an art of the ship tour, um, all about what went into building each ship and the unique characteristics of that ship. There are on rare occasions, special galley tours. A lot of fun if you are either into sailing, into the ship life itself, or obviously just a Disney fan to understand all of those special Disney touches. I would imagine not having done one, that it's got to be interesting to see the differences that they can point out in each tour. So if you take one on one ship, you might see something that's unique on another one. You bet. There are definite differences like that. And if you're very interested in some of the background, they'll show you on some of the ships, like exactly the ships are built in two pieces. And they'll show you where the ship was soldered together to make it one full ship. So really Disney nerdy facts, but 
you're listening to us, that's what you want. <laughs> All right, what else for adults? They do some great cooking demonstrations. They'll send you home with a recipe. They'll let you taste it. We know if you don't go to a cooking demo, you're probably going to starve on the ship. So this is definitely your opportunity to eat because there'll be no others. Now, when you say cooking, uh, cooking demo, is that giving you demonstrations from things that you find to eat on the ship? Some of them are on the ship. Some of them are just Disney things that you might find in a park or recipes that people love. It may even be a retired recipe off of the ship. But this is just a demo. So the chef is going to be there doing the cooking, explaining what he's doing. They'll put the video on him so you can see. Then you'll all taste and you'll leave with the recipe. You're not actually cooking. Okay, cool. So what better? No cooking, no dishes for you. <laughs> all right. So when we had started talking about the adults, you said that some of it could also be family friendly. So talk to us about the things that are free to do as a family. Lots of different trivia on board. Everything from Disney Parks trivia, Disney movie trivia, depending on the length of your cruise. They do 80s trivia, all different kinds of trivia with some great prizes. The one thing that we need to point out with all of this is the Disney Navigator. It is definitely your key to understanding your cruise. I personally love the Paper Navigator. For those of you that are really old, it looks like an old TV guide magazine that would come to you times across the top, and it breaks it down, character meets, family activities, movies, and then the different age kids. I suggest bringing different color highlighters for everybody and one color to be a family. When the navigator gets delivered to your bed at night, I go through and highlight all the things that I want to do. You can also find the app on your navigator on your phone now. I like to put some little hearts on it so it notifies me in advance of things, but I still love the old paper to kind of get a big overview of the day because that's how you're going to find out about all of this and that's how you're going to know where to go for it because there are lots of different areas on the ship that hold all of these free activities. I'm glad you brought that up. You mentioned trivia. What other things for the family? They have game shows. Some are Disney themed. Some just have a Disney-type background, like they have an inside-out one with all the different color bubbles. Crafts are very big. They do everything from 3D paper folding, masquerade making, memory page making, lots of good things. Now, just before we go further, like I want to point out here, we've done shows about cruising. We've talked about the kids' club. These things that you're mentioning right now, they're not exclusive for kids. These are things that they're, you're doing as an entire family, children and adults. These are all activities that happen outside of the kids club. They happen in different lounges and public spaces. They can be as a family, but again, they can also be solo. They can be couples. Everybody on the family doesn't have to be in the same spot if that's not where all of your interests are. Okay, so I know we have a couple of more. I'm going to let you run them down. Animation classes, similar to what we find in the parks. I love those. And sometimes those are even a great late night activity. I've done them as late as 11 or 12 at night. Obviously, lots of character meets occur on the ship. Mm -hmm. On the Dream and the Fantasy, they have the Midship Detective Agency. What is run that? Run by the Muppets, of course. Talk to me about that. What is that? It is a digital scavenger hunt through the ship. Oh, cool. There are different routes that you can follow and up and down and all over the ship to try and solve the mystery brought to you by the Muppets. And is that, do you use a device they give you or is that used by your phone? 
That's with a device that they give you. There's two midship check-in locations and you scan a special card there and that will send you running and give you different directions. What else? Mini golf on the fantasy and the dream. The top deck is a favorite. It's a sports deck. So free mini golf and basketball, ping pong, shuffleboard, lots of great sports things up there. Yep, definitely. You'll also find times for karaoke. And again, family karaoke. There are some adults only karaoke nights as well. And time of the silent DJ. If you've never done a silent DJ, everybody puts on a headset. You're all out on the dance floor dancing. But there are multiple options for what you're hearing. So the person you're dancing with could be listening to a different song than you are. A lot of different dance moves. <laughs> yes, most definitely. All right. So we had talked to fa- adults. We had talked family. We had talked uh, that there were, these things were not in the kids club. Talk to us about some stuff that is available for free for our kids. So one of my favorites that I have not had a child young enough to participate in a long time, but I love to watch is the diaper derby. Tell me that, tell me that's exactly as it sounds. (laughs) It is exactly as it sounds as our little ones in diapers dash across typically the main lobby and have a race to the other end. That's funny. It is a lot of fun to watch, even if you don't know any of the. You have that in there as free for kids, but I've got news for you: that is free for parents too, because that is that's a fun thing to take a look at. All right, what's up next on your list for free for kids? Character dance parties will occur, and obviously the kids club. So we know that we've got the nursery for those under three. More limited scheduled activities in the nursery, but when we get to our older kids, they've got videos, they've got art, they've got science, they've got experiments, they've got the Marvel Academy on some of the ships, a Millennium Falcon simulator on others. They will be well entertained by the phenomenal Kids Club staff. And while they don't want to be called kids, I'm going to throw it in here, the 1820 Society, I think, is a genius idea on the ship. And what is it? So, 1820 Society is for 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. They don't have a kids club. They don't want a kids club. They don't want a teen club. They do have a counselor that meets them in a specific location certain times on this cruise. Maybe they're organizing an ice cream social. Maybe they're organizing a scavenger hunt. It's really to get those older teens, young 20, together to have activities in a structured situation that lets them make friends on the ship, but then they'll plan other times on their own. One of the things that I found to be really useful and really kind of fun and unique when I'm cruising is I like to go to the gym and I am the last person that you will see that will endorse a treadmill. But the gym on the cruise line has the treadmill obviously facing out on the ship that I was on, looking right out at the water and it's, it's a surreal experience to be running on a treadmill, knowing you're running in place, but looking at the ocean. I, I recommend it. It is a view that actually even gets me to run while on vacation. <laughs> and that is a rare occurrence. But it's a, ni- a nice you know, fitness facility that they have on board. They do. Um, and kind of will switch from free to paid. The fitness center is free to use. You're going to find bikes. You're going to find treadmills, free weights. You can do all of that. But they also do have personal trainers if you want one. They do a variety of different courses that you can take. 
So it kind of has the best of everything. Okay. What's next? What else is there that, that, that's offered for free? So I think the two things that I've realized we left out, so we're definitely over our 25 tips for you here. <laughs> if you're cruising solo, they do have a solo cruisers lunch on sea days. So if you went by yourself or you're a single parent and your kids are in the kids club and you want some other adult company, join them for that lunch. And then the other thing that I love is on the Disney dream and the Disney fantasy. In each elevator bank, and there's three of them, they have these digitally framed pictures. They get used a little bit in the midship detective agency, but they're really just fun for you as a cruiser. The picture will change to the port that you're in each day that you're in port. It highlights some Disney movies and different things, but sometimes it's appropriate for the sunrise or the sunset. They really do a phenomenal job with this digital artwork. We're segueing into the paid section here, and I know that you've mentioned that it's a, it's a favorite of yours. You really can't talk about Disney Cruise Line without mentioning the spa experience, can you? You can't, and I, I'm hesitant to let you all in on my secret because I don't <laughs> want too many people in there with me. Well, then just between but you and me, no one's listening. Just between you and me. Yeah, of course. If they would sell me a chair in the rainforest room instead of a cabin, <laughs> I would be good. The Rainforest Room is by far the least expensive, most amazing spa experience you'll find anywhere. That's a hard sell you right there, Sandy. day passes hard or sell. full cruise passes. Okay, day passes or full cruise passes. Correct. Okay. It has heated massage chairs. It has scented showers. It has a steam room. It has a sauna. And if you're on the dream or the fantasy, it also has two very many pools you can dip off in. And those heated loungers on the dream and the fantasy are actually out in an enclosed, glass enclosed room. So you're looking out into the ocean as you're relaxing. It's great for napping. It's great for reading a book. I believe that I do hold the unique distinction on the magic to be the first person to bring their laptop into the rainforest room. <laughs> if you have to work, you might as well be comfortable. It sounds like you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've listened to any of our cruising shows before, you know that we've talked about some of the non-rotational dining restaurants on the ships. Some of the things to do here that you wanted to talk about for adults are those restaurants. Talk to us a little bit about that experience. Paolo and Remy. Paolo on our sea days has the most phenomenal brunch you've ever had. And as its name implies by brunch, you start with your breakfast foods and move into lunch foods. Don't eat the night before, don't eat that night. You'll have <laughs> plenty. Remy has an eight course chocolate tasting on the sea days. Can't go wrong there. No, you can't. Um, it is also the spot on the seven night or longer cruises where if you are an aspiring chef or wish that could have been your career, you can actually do a cooking class with the chefs of Palo and leave with your own chef's apron. So from, from dining to drinking, right? We had talked about some dining, uh, so, some culinary classes in the beginning. You got something here that, that is striking my fancy and it's, it's drink classes. What, is it, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? 
So they offer 14 different drink tasting courses on board. And I will also say for a lot of the paid experiences that we're talking about, you do want to reserve them in advance. 75 days prior for first-time cruisers, 90 days for our Silver Castaway Club members, 105 days for Gold Castaway Club members, and 120 days prior for Platinum and Concierge guests. So the one other thing that you're hearing is that if you're a first-time cruiser, you unfortunately have last opportunity at booking. So you might find that some of the experiences that we're talking about that you've got your heart set on, like chocolate and liqueur pairing class, one of my favorites, mm. um, is full when you get to get online at that 75 days out. Don't give up. People cancel things all the time. You may get it before you sail. Definitely check on board. Things change all the time. And definitely, so don't be discouraged. And definitely check with your travel specialist, right? That is correct. For our clients, we are making those reservations for them. We do a consultation to figure out which ship activities you want that need to be reserved in advance because even some of the free ones have to be done in advance. Um, and then we make all of those for you when they open at midnight on your booking day. Okay, cool. But let's get back to the drinking. <laughs> Beer tasting, bourbon tasting, champagne tasting, cognac tasting, martinis, mixology, mojitos, rum, wine, tequila, and whiskey. I think we've got at least one thing for everybody here. Yeah, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. All right, so those are all in the, the drink classes that you're talking about. Those are in the drink classes, and they're pretty minimally priced considering you're drinking. Yeah, great. You know, the beer the beer tasting, we have five beers, and I want to say it's between $18 and $22. You're not going to get five beers for $18. No, no, definitely not. Okay. Plus, you're going to learn about what you're drinking. So they are great classes. The bartenders are super in the instruction and answering questions. So a really fun time. Well, and as somebody who is a, a beer drinker, I drink different types of beer. Like if that's your particular area of interest, whether it be beer, whether it be tequila, whatever it is, it's a cool way to learn a little bit more about the things that you enjoy. So I, I like that. That's a cool thing. Most definitely. So that was for paid for adults. We had done yeah. the free for adults, the paid for adults. Let's do the, the paid for family experiences. What do they have if we want to spend some more money that we can enjoy as a family? You bet. We talked about up on the sports deck that the mini golf is free, but they have a baseball simulator, a golf simulator, and basketball and football simulator that all get reserved in small time slots with a very nominal fee. But again, a lot of fun, and it's something that fills up. Those of you that have listened, you know that I am not athletic at all. Um, the golf and the baseball are their own simulators, but they have one that's Football, basketball, and soccer together. I managed to do all three in my 15 minutes, and they were quite the athletic show. <laughs> For the right family, though, that is definitely something that they would hit up it's on that. It's either too. lots and lots of fun, or it's the spot to bring out your competitive nature. So definitely think about doing that. Okay. What else do we have for families? Bingo is a paid opportunity, and I will be very upfront. Bingo is costly. And the bingo cards can't be divided. So if you've got little ones who really aren't good at sharing, you might want to make sure they're in the kids club because this is not going to be an inexpensive afternoon. Okay. But lots of fun, even fun just to sit and listen to the caller. 
um, for a little bit and see how everybody gets into it. All right. So that's the family. Talk about the experiences that you can pay for your kids. There's a teen spa on board. So they can do some simple things, facials, foot massages, but a lot of fun to be pampered. And then for our younger ones, there is a Bippity Boppity Boutique on board. So princess makeovers, pirate night makeovers, all pirate makeovers on our pirates in the Caribbean night. We had talked about the different things that are on this ship. I know when I had decided to stay on the ship and not gone to a port of call, we had really taken advantage of the pools and the, and the slides, the aqueduct, you know, run through those very, very quickly. Cause you know, we're up against the time here, but I do think it's you important bet. that we mention this to people because they are so much fun. Yes. And the pool deck is phenomenal. You've got your family pool, your little kids splash zone, your adult only pools, your adult only hot tubs. And depending on your ship, the aqua duck, the aqua dunk, and the soon to be aqua mouse. So lots of fun time up on the pool deck. Also, if you're at the family pool, right up above you is the funnel vision. So you can check out a movie. You can also go into our indoor theater and see a movie. So a choice of two movies at all times. One of the other great things that I didn't talk about because it changes from cruise to cruise is entertainment. So in the main Walt Disney World Theater, we've talked about the first run shows that they have, the Aladdin, the musical and all the great musical shows. But, but each ship also has entertainers that are rotated on. You might have a juggling act, you might have a ventriloquist, you might have dancers, you might have a comedian. Again, that rotates all the time. But those people, besides performing one night in the main theater, on the sea days are doing additional performances and classes. So that's a lot of fun as well. And the other thing that we didn't talk about yet was specialty cruises. Right. If you're doing the Star Wars cruise, there's going to be Jedi training and extra Star Wars drawing classes and more and more Star Wars things. Marvel Day at Sea, again, unique character meets, unique trivia. And of course, we've got the Halloween cruises and the Christmas cruises. So lots of entertaining things to do. The ships definitely have something for everyone. No one will be bored on board, but there's always the option of just relaxing, just reading a book. And for those that are looking, there are meetups for D23 members, sometimes Disney Vacation Club members and friends of Bill W. So we've got everybody covered on that sea day. Sometimes the sea days are more fun than the port days. Well, like I said, there were some port days that we decided that we were going to make them essentially sea days. So I, I, it would be impossible for us to sit here and, and get every single piece of what you can do because there's just so much to do. But is there anything else that you think is worth mentioning before we call it a show? I think that's the important thing, Jeff. Just like going to one of the theme parks, you're not going to be able to do it all in one sea day because there are so many choices. So pick some favorites and know there's something great on your list for next time. Sandy, thanks for taking the time tonight to explain to us a not quite 25 great things to do on a sea day. You bet, Jeff. Happy sailing. 
And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.